Hey guys, Paul Riddick here. Welcome back to the Baseball Dads Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to continue our conversation. We started at the beginning of the season around the idea of playing fearlessly. And I want to take you into one of the mentoring sessions that I had recently with one of my college players that I mentor. Now, when I say mentoring, um, I love working with young you know, baseball players, with college baseball players, um, because I've spent a better part of the last 10 years, you know, kind of uh, mentoring, coaching, life coaching, consulting, um, or in offering um, help to a wide range of people. Um, right now, everything, everything from a, a Navy SEAL to a professional ballerina, a rapper, a musician, a YouTuber, people in baseball, people out of baseball. And from that experience, um, I've seen a lot of trends kind of develop. And I especially like working with baseball players because um, I, I can work with them on, on you know some of their on-the-field stuff. I certainly have an understanding of their on-the-field stuff that not many people who do what I do have. And also, um, I'm able to look at their, their personal life and then look at how all that's affecting, you know, kind of how they look at the game, how they're playing the game, how they're looking at their life, all from, you know, their kind of psychological world and kind of help them process and make sense and do the best that they can. And in a recent... Uh, Zoom call that I had with one of my um, mentoring clients, we started talking about the expectations for the season. And he brought up this idea that he wanted to make sure that he avoided all of the mistakes that he had made in the past. And I just kind of got curious. Like, well, you know, what is it? And, and, you know, what are those things? And, you know, he said, you know, uh, um, I'm the type of player who, and went on to list, there was probably six or seven events that it happened in his past. And what occurred to me during that time is something that I've, I've kind of labeled in differently over the years that I've taught it, but what it occurred to me was he was not telling me his past. What he was doing is he had, he had very carefully curated six or seven moments that had happened to him and grouped them together into this narrative, into this story. And he took on that story as an identity. Because I'm the type of player who does this. Well, he basically took the six or seven worst moments of his career. And and I don't even know if they were the worst moments, but what they definitely were were, were maybe the most quote unquote costly moments as far as way, you know, the how it affected the game. Definitely maybe the most embarrassing or the ones that happened in front of the most people or the ones that happened maybe when he had the most, you know, quote unquote on the line. Um, or when he um, didn't live up to expectations and, and a level of play. And so what I had to help kind of help him through was not only, you know, yeah, all those things happen to you, but they're not the only things that happen to you. And if you're going to craft an identity from your history, you can't do it partially. You have to look at all of your history if you're going to craft an identity, which I don't think is really healthy to do anyway. But if you're going to, you have to look at everything because even the even the moments that he was talking about, those weren't the only mistakes he made. Those were just the ones that were just most memorable for him. But what was completely left out of this identity was everything he did well, even the things he did average. And so as a father listening to this, I want you to be very careful because one of the things I've always heard from especially teenage athletes that I've mentored is we've built up these kind of I don't even know what the right word to call them is almost these benchmarks of a career that if you're not this by then, or if this, if you don't 
have this happen in this moment, it means this. And so we hear a lot, like, you know, if you're not on an elite team by the time you're 10, you know, like, ah, well, it's just not going to happen, <laughs> right? And I've had, you know, I've had 20-something college players, as, as well as I've had 16, 17-year-old that I'm mentoring and, and counseling say to me, like, you know, I, I know that my career is just going to be this because I didn't make, I, did, I kind of blew it here. Because at age 16, I didn't hit this number on a radar gun. Or at age 15, I, you know, I didn't make this team. So I know that I can't go here. Or, or because um, I'm a senior, in, you know, evaluating all my college, making my final college decisions, I, I know that I can't play at these places because I don't do this, 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 and, and I miss this, this, and this. So I want you to be very careful about blemishes on the timeline. All blemishes on the timeline are based on unmet expectations. And all of the expectations that I have heard from kids that they did not meet, the word I want to use has initials, BS, are, 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 have literally nothing to do with what their career could be, can be, should be, or will be. Only if you create a narrative and a story around them. So if you weren't elite by 10, that means you're not going to be you're not going to be able to be a great player when you're 12. If you don't hit this miles per hour, 90 miles per hour by the time you're 17, you're not going to be able to pitch in college. Um, if you don't make this particular team by this age or if you don't do well in this showcase, then it means this. So it's a lot of if-thens. And what I see in a lot of that is players that prematurely cut themselves because this this and this happened they make a decision that i can't go forward even though they want to because these kind of benchmarks that someone else has established they didn't meet and in all in all these stories i i, I tell a, a story about a young man who was um a friend of uh my brothers and um i, I won't give his name because I, I haven't spoken to him in a long time but he he went he he worked camps for us for a lot of years and he's just this great guy and he went we went to the same high school he was cut from the high school team his freshman sophomore and junior year now most kids when they're cut from the freshman team quit if you're cut from freshman sophomore you're cut from JV2 yeah you 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 probably even those that made it through probably pack it in very few get cut their first two years and come back third year I'd imagine that the people that get cut all three years probably it's got to be in the single digits of the of the per single percentage points, like the tenths of percentage points that do it. This kid not only came back, this kid ended up being first team all state and, and played and then played four years, started four years of Division One baseball. A kid that was cut three times. I'm not talking about some Michael Jordan story where they kind of tweak it a little bit, where they say Michael Jordan was cut, but he really wasn't cut. He just wasn't put on the varsity. <laughs> That's a big difference. But but this kid was actually cut. Came back, made the team, first team all state. In, in in the span of whatever I guess that is, 15, 16 months, went from being cut from the team to being the best player on the team, first team all state. And in the span of two years, went from being cut from the team to being a division one starter. Because you know what? Development takes place at different times for different people. Insights occur to different players at different times. A light bulb goes on for different players at different times. 
mental, emotional, physical, every, all that development happens at different times for different players. And I know one way for none of that to happen is to not play the game. And a great way to not play the game is listen to the benchmarks set forth by everybody else based, that are completely baseless that tell you about what you can and can't do based on what you've done in the past. And so as we develop our young men, we have to make sure that our timelines, or their timelines, excuse me, their timelines are as clear as they can be. So that we're not focusing so much on things that have happened to them. Not the player they were, but the player that they are becoming. And if they want to play baseball and they like playing baseball, that we don't set the expectations so high that it, it failure is almost imminent. If I were if I were to give you honest advice and the advice that I use with my children is outside of good behavior and values and respect for others and and the effort they put forth, um, I have zero expectations of my children, zero whatsoever. As long as they are doing the best they can and they're respectful to everyone that they encounter in whatever they do, I have absolutely zero expectations for them. Um, and I would suggest that you look at that. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I was just that you look at removing the expectations. And when there is no expectation, there's a freedom there. And some people say, well, you know, that, that, that kind of feels a little empty if we're not, don't have these expectations. But in my opinion, I'd ask you to look at it this way, that empty is full. Empty is full of potential. If there is a void, there is a lot of room to be filled that normally gets filled with the pressure sometimes of expectations and then the narrative that's created when those expectations are not met so um if you're interested in um any of the mentoring that i do you can go to paulreddick.org um which is a new site we started um you can check all that stuff out there and then also um if you have a question go to baseballdadshow.com scroll down to the bottom join the facebook group and ask your question in the Facebook group. My team will get it to me and we'll answer it right here on the show. All right, guys, see you next week. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I wanted to let you know I have a new book out specifically for baseball dads, and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to baseballdadsbook.com. All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's baseballdadsbook.com. Thanks.